All right, good morning. This is Pam Bussey, and I am speaking with Heather Gorlitt Scott. And she is um, another artist who's going to be part of the upcoming exhibit called Fabrications, an exhibit about truth and lies. So thank you and welcome, Heather. Hi. <laughs> so as usual, you know, I can't just like uh, start doing a podcast. I mean, we've been talking probably ever since I got here, which was like 11. So it's been like almost 40 minutes. <laughs> and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. We can't talk about everything before the podcast because then we'll have nothing to talk about during the hot the podcast. But um, could you just tell everybody who's listening, I know that you were born in Australia, were you not? No. <laughs> okay. So talk to me about that because I thought I read that somewhere. <laughs> yeah, uh, you probably... Uh, on my author bio, I say I'm from Australia Light, Australia which is Light. kind okay. of an internet joke reference to Florida, because ah. we've got animals that'll kill us here too. Absolutely, and I mean, because <laughs> no one has ever been Australia down under, dang near everything is poisonous. Because five years ago, I went to Bali. This celebrate turning sixty, yay! Woo. <laughs> and so a group of my friends went with me, and because we were near. Darwin City in Australia they decided when they left Bali they were going to go to Darwin City but I think everything on the beach was like poisonous so they couldn't do the beach and and so I was like you know if I'm going to go to Australia I would like to go to a big city like you know Melbourne or Sydney or whatever case but that's so cool I like that that, that was an insider <laughs> show okay how cool is that so were you born yeah. in Florida then yep uh, here in Orlando actually, oh wow so. a native and so many of us because I'm a transplant I grew up in well a lot of places but my formative years teenage years I grew up in Philadelphia so I call myself a citizen of the world um, because I've been very fortunate to live in a lot of places, travel a lot, and meet all kinds of people from all over the world. How cool <laughs> is that? So, um, tell us a little bit about yourself. But before you do that, in the short time that we've been sitting here, she is wearing a feather <laughs> bracelet. I have a feather bracelet that I'm wearing. And you said you used to call yourself what? My parents used to call me uh, Heather Feather. And why did they call you Heather Feather? Probably because of the alliteration. <laughs> <laughs> but um, because of that, uh, you know, I would look for feathers. Um, I, you know, kind of lived in the... So Orlando Orlando has grown a lot, a oh lot my God, yes, in the last 30 40 years. years yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's really because when I first moved here, so. I live in Lake Mary and I was like, what have I done to myself? Because at that time there was no medical school, no law school. And I grew up in Philadelphia and there were more law schools, colleges, universities than you can count on your fingers and toes and then have need of someone else's fingers and toes. Yeah. But things have changed a lot. Yeah, so I, I bring that up because um, we grew up in basically, I don't know how to say rural Orlando because like that's not a thing anymore. No, it's not. But um, I grew up where Avalon is now. Wow. And it used to just be all woods. Um, the heck, my road, you know, that's now a major road through there, um, is, you know, it was dirt. Yeah. <laughs> it was a dirt road. So, um, I would, you know, I'd find like wild turkey feathers and oh, cool. hawk feathers, uh, the occasional seagull feather, uh, especially when we went to the beach, there's always seagulls. But, um, so yeah, I collected feathers for a very long time. Um, 
the coolest feather I got was a blue gold macaw feather mm. from uh, the uh, parrots out at Disney. How cool is that? <laughs> he got. I think he got pulled for cursing because um, I didn't, you know, he was there one time we went and then wasn't the next time. <laughs> but I know that he was picking up words that people were saying. But oh, my goodness. He, he got really kerfluffled one time I was there and just fluffed up and dropped his feather, you know, tail feather. And I was like, woo, mine. <laughs> and just so those that are listening, um, feathers come in different colors, obviously. Um, they come from different birds. And if you, if a feather ever finds you, and feathers are always finding me, you should Google the spiritual meaning of that feather, the color, because the color is significant and means something. Oh, how cool. Yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, literally, feathers find me, and on the back of the phone, um, when I was up north a couple of weeks ago, I found a black feather on the beach, and I just picked it up. I was like, this is my feather. <laughs> so, yes. So, that's very interesting that we have all these things in common but I always find that if people take the time and talk to people that you will always find you do have something in common yeah. with, with people even if you come from different parts of the world walks of life if your experiences are different you can always find something you have in common with it okay I didn't mean to cut you off so. oh no it's fine um I completely so we were talking <laughs> about your background so you grew up in Orlando mm -hmm. and um are you and don't take this the wrong way because I know plenty of artists who didn't go to art school or get a degree in art and they're artists. So I make no judgment relative to the background, but tell us a little bit about your background educationally. Oh gosh. Um, so I, I was always into art. Um, when I, I used to get like little tiny toddler me used to get in trouble for um, taking my dad's tape and wadding it up into little balls and then sticking it to paper in images like that's how i used to draw apparently was with tape <laughs> um so i like because i've always had an interest in art whenever there was a, a program in public school or whatever i i i join it and um i did uh end up going to like they have you thinking really early in life now, you know, uh, what do you want to be when you grow up? What do you want to be when you grow up? And I always said I wanted to be an artist. Wow. Um, and my mom was an artist. My grandmother is an artist. Like, all the women in my family are artists. So it just, you know, what was natural. Legacy. <laughs> so, um, but I did end up going to uh, taking, um, like, I took graphic design and fine arts at Valencia. Um, I never... A properly graduated from there but I have like 192 credit hours and I was there for six years at a two-year school so you, you were sampling you were getting it all in I was well um in a weird sort of way I was kind of um how to say I helped define the various uh uh, graphic design programs that they have there because it's not just graphic design anymore um, as I was going to school they kept splitting it into different catalogs so that it was multimedia multimedia design um, some other thing with video and wow. <laughs> just like web development that it became its own thing and yeah so when I started there like just using computers to make imagery was you know all grouped together in one thing and then it just kept branching out and branching out 
So, so and you so, can say you had a hand in that. I kind of, yeah. Because, I mean, <laughs> I don't know that much about your background, yeah. but I know that you are a graphic artist. I know you illustrate mm-hmm. children's books. I do. You do your own art. So tell us a little bit about, about that. And I know you bought some yeah, show yeah. and tell, which, you know, so. we're going to describe for those of you. <laughs> but also, I am going to take some photos afterwards. So that'll sure. be um, on the Instagram. Ah, so yeah. you have, she's pulling out the goodies, y'all. Oh, I busted my book, her box there. Yeah, here's the children's book. That's my most recent project, actually. Out and of this all is of these. called When Goblins Puppy Sit. Mm-hmm. Wow, and so you did, <laughs> oh my gosh, that is gorgeous. I'm looking at um, the illustrations. That is wonderful. So if people are interested in acquiring this, where would they go? Um, actually, you can get it anywhere books are sold. <laughs> so, wow. um, we, uh, my, uh, friend Lainey, um, she's the author of this. Uh, she came to me and, um, we kind of pre-shopped around. Uh, we knew we wanted to self-publish. And so we ended up going through Amazon's KDP, um, which is Kindle direct print, I think is what it stands for. I don't remember, but, um, depending on like the options that you select in the backgrounds, you can actually pick up like a global distribution type thing. And so they can be, it can be ordered anywhere. (laughs) So the full title of this book is when goblins puppy sit words by Lanny Sheridan (laughs) pictures by H Gorlitt Scott. And on the back, it says when goblins puppy sit, when Mal's mom, a witch wants to go out for the day, she needs a sitter, but who can she trust to watch over the pup? Her magical friend Jay suggests leaving his goblins to watch him. What could go wrong? And I'm assuming a lot could and did go wrong, right? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that's what we're going to say about that. So please, please go wherever you can find children's books. Go online and check out. This is one of the the show and tells that Heather is sharing with me. So what else do we have over there? <laughs> well, uh, oh, Florida Gators. Yeah. Not so much. <laughs> this orange is my favorite color. It's all good. Actually, Philadelphia Eagles, fly, fly, Eagles, and we're 7-0. and 0. Yeah, they're, they're good. They're good. That's right. Thank you so much. It's all good. Um, so well, people on the podcast, we're sitting outside, <laughs> and so you may hear random people come by, and because I'm wearing orange, he thought that I was a Florida Gator, which is a, a university here in Florida. Yep. <laughs> That was really expect kind of funny. The unexpected <laughs> is what I always say. Yeah. And it always happens. Expect the unexpected. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what's well, actually, I, I was kind of perfect that we went right with the children's book because while I was in college, um, they were you know, very much pushing for us to get experience. And that, I guess, comes with your pottery class, too, where the pe- students kind of weren't motivated. Yeah. Um, so <laughs> they can't, like, in college, they would come up with, like, a bunch of projects for us to do um but we could go and seek out our own okay and substitute them for you know the the assigned projects with the official projects or you know with the the ones that we find rather and uh so i sought out a children's book gig while i was in college too oh my goodness (laughs) so this was not the first time you've done lots of children's books illustrations um yeah, uh, I two full children's books on my own. So the the first one that I did in college was called um, Captain Halloween. How appropriate we're doing this on Halloween. Yeah, and is that <laughs> one still available as well? Is it still um, in print? It's only available on at Lulu dot com. Okay. Um, and 
yeah, I'm not, I'm not entirely sure why. It got rebranded as a pamphlet, too. So Interesting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but uh, it, was, it was really cute. And again, uh, dedicated to, you know, the author's son. So. Oh, cool. <laughs> but, um, yeah, uh, gosh, um, doing things like this, like illustrating fantasy uh, and fiction is something that I've always, always done. And uh, while I was in college, too, I moved to doing comics. Um, so uh, my big story here, which is uh, Savoa, <laughs> um, I have it in novel form right here. And then that's the, this is a little sequel book to it. <laughs> but um, I did Savoa as a comic all through um, college and even further on and that's why I started getting into the comic conventions and uh, things that's you know I took I, I thought I wanted to take my illustrative career and illustration career um, to comics and um, it was all because I wanted to tell this story <laughs> okay so and, Savoia <laughs> is there a significance to the name the title uh, well kind of it's um, I think Slavic for the number nine <laughs> and nine is significant to you for some reason um it's significant to the story um because every like a lot of a lot of it happens in multiples of three um like there's just references um one there's three suns there's nine moons <laughs> there's the uh, three major factions like it just you know <laughs> multiples of nine are a big wow. recurring thing so so again, people, if you are interested, and these are wonderful, I love the colors. Thanks. And I love the illustrations. The illustrations are also your work? Yes. <laughs> I so. have no words, people. <laughs> you, you just don't know. I mean, whenever I meet artists and I meet, you know, people who have different artistic skill sets, yeah. and you may be one of the first illustrators that I've met, and I mean, I, it's like fabulous people. So I will be taking photos of this. Um, yeah. And so again, if you're interested, Savoa is S-I-V-O-A, mm -hmm. and the author is H. Gorlitz, G-O-R-L-I-T-Z Scott. Yeah. And where can they find? Same. Your... These can be found everywhere. Okay. See. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you may have to order them, but that's how everything's going, anyways. <laughs> wow. Now I, I will say that what we've got here is obviously not my comics. <laughs> um, in 2012, I think it was, um, I had, yeah, uh, mother of a two-year-old at that point, um, went to go do the most recent chapter of the comic and realized that I'm a really slow comic artist. <laughs> Life happens. I mean, you still, exactly. you're a wife, you're a mother. I mean, you still have other things that you need to do. Yeah. So um, I decided to stop doing, you know, telling the story in comic form and decided to give my, you know, try my hand at prose, just writing it. Wow. And um, that took another couple of years, but was still much faster. <laughs> and uh, I guess I did all right because it won an award. So. I see that. It's, <laughs> it says Indie Original 2019 winner. Yep. Congratulations. <laughs> yep, it won Best Fantasy out of, I think, 200-something uh, oh submissions. Oh, my gosh. So. <laughs> so, yeah. Wow. Um, and this, the sequel to this is actually almost done. It's in the editing phase right now. Um, I don't have a, a specific due date for it because I don't want to rush the editing process. 
And since I'm self-publishing, you know, I can do get away with that. Okay, so do you do the editing or someone else does the editing? A combination, both. Okay. Um, so I, I will, you know, go through and edit and edit and edit and then cry and then drink and then edit some more <laughs> and then get flustered and go, Patty, please help me. Here's wow. money. <laughs> and then I'll get my uh, wonderful editor, Patty Geesey, to edit you know, for me. And there's a lot of back and forth in that too, because uh, I, I read a lot. So not only am I a writer, but I'm a reader. And because I read so much and so much from everywhere, I apparently adapt different styles, dialects. Wow. So I very often will mesh like um, British English with American English and it doesn't quite work. <laughs> so wow. Patty's there to catch it for me. That is so cool. <laughs> now, what so. does, do you have a son or a daughter? I do. I have a daughter. And what does she think about your children's books? Does she does she know that you write children's oh, books? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, she, uh, well, she would distract me a lot while I was working on it. Um, it's it's so funny like she's she's an artistic little bug too and um, she's continuing the, the legacy the yep. <laughs> in your family that you come from a line of women who do art yep now real quick what does your mom do what is your mom's medium um my mom was kind of all over the place but the portfolio that she has you know that i, I inherited from her okay i stole it from her because uh. <laughs> she stopped doing art um a while ago um, and I understand why I don't know if I should really bring it up you don't have but to. yeah I don't think you. I'm gonna okay. but um, so uh, everything in that portfolio is charcoal um, we have a beautiful um, I think it, she said it was oil it may be oil or acrylic I, I can't mm -hmm. really tell because um, it's in a frame and wow. behind glass and stuff but it's a beautiful painting of a um, ship in a storm um, it's a ship in the storm off uh, the coast of Fort Myers, wow. which is relevant. <laughs> yeah, because we just had Hurricane Ian, yeah. and we know for those of you that don't know, um, it took it took a hit, and it may be years before it gets rebuilt, or it may never, it will never be the way that it was. Yeah, the the pier, gosh, um, to bring things together here. Um, so she was born and raised in Fort Myers. Wow. And um, her uncle uh, opened up a restaurant called Topo Mast, which was um, the restaurant right there at the pier of Fort Myers. And that, he sold it uh, a couple years ago, uh, which I guess was fortuitous for him. Yeah. But that building is gone. Wow. Like, we saw it this summer. Me and my daughter, I, I took her down there so I can be like, this is where Grandma used to set up her airbrush stand and wow. paint shirts. And this is the pier, you know, where we go and watch lightning storms. And, oh, look, a manatee, because they were swimming under the pier. And just that was just this summer. And now it's all gone. <laughs> yeah, people don't quite understand. For almost 30 years, I worked as a, an insurance adjuster handling property claims, hurricane claims, things like that. People don't understand the force of water, how it can be so destructive, and how a sheet of water eight, nine, ten feet high or higher will destroy anything in its path inland. It could be four, five, six, seven, eight, nine 
miles. Oh yeah. And it's like nothing is there. So that painting of hers, uh, now I, I wonder if that was at all inspired by uh, Hurricane Hugo. Wow. Which did something similar. <laughs> so. One of one of the, um, I don't know what adjective I wanna, wanna use because you know, no matter where you live in the United States or the world, there's some natural disaster that, yeah, that person may, was mad. Exactly. <laughs> you may have to put up with, and, and in Florida, it just happens to be hurricanes. Mm -hmm. In some parts of the world, Midwest is tornadoes. You know, we just don't up really, north a little bit. It's fires. Yeah. You know, we mm -hmm. don't really have tsunamis, but anything is possible. So each day, you have to be in the moment and live your best life. Yes. And that's what we try to do: live our life, be in the moment, and and not think about what could happen. Just be present in the moment and live your best life. Yes. Okay. So now <laughs> and I know. think that approach should be taken to art as well, because like you had mentioned earlier, um, a lot of people get hung up on making it perfect. And yes. it's just like, nah. no, and I, <laughs> finish and I, it. <laughs> and I believe sometimes, you know, you will have an idea or a concept about how you want a piece to be. And then it's like, it takes a mind or life of its own. Yeah. And then I just go with the flow and say, well, it became what it wanted to be. Yeah. Not what I thought it was going to be. And you just got to move on and try it again yeah and keep at it that's that's part of the fun is the keeping at it oh yeah <laughs> okay so this the savoya uh -huh. would you say that's going to be like an anthology for you uh, an anthology is a collection of short stories right so um and so this is more really, like a novel yes yeah that's that's a novel um the little tiny sequel book i have here is mm -hmm. kind of more mm -hmm. of an anthology okay uh because <laughs> um in between writing this book, the, the first book here, and the second one that's in editing, I got distracted by wanting to know what happened to some of the side characters. Um, and I was just like, well, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and flesh that out. Because as a reader, that drives me crazy. But as a writer, I can actually do something about it. Wow. So, <laughs> so I did. Um, and I uh, turned it into a, a fun... This is me being an online artist. Um, I turned it into a fun like calendar project. Uh, so once a month, I did, like, chapter one here, uh, I did for January. Oh, that is so yeah. cool. And then chapter two, I did for February, and so on. So there's 12 chapters in here. <laughs> oh, my goodness. So one for each character. And it's not completely necessary to know the main story, but there's a little bit of callback um, to that book and the second book. So in and, other words, yeah. what she is saying, y'all... <laughs> So you have to get Savoya Sunrise, which is the book, uh -huh. and then are we going to call this? It's morning, so, uh, Savoya morning. Are we going to call this like a pamphlet or like a um, like a? I'm trying to think when we were in college. I've been calling it book point five. <laughs> Book 1.5. We would have like, um, you remember when you were in high school and college, if you didn't want to read the whole book, you could kind of cheat. And what were those called? Oh, Cliff Notes. Thank yeah. you. Okay. So are we going to call Savoya Morning the Cliff Notes to Savoya Sunrise? Um, I'll call it a distraction. <laughs> okay. Okay. That, I, that'll work. That is like so cool. Because if you read this, you're like, you'll get the story that's in here, but you haven't almost no idea what's going on in there okay so. wow so layers as you can see layers, layers. yeah she now the the format though the uh once a month illustration and prose thing um i guess i it inspired me to continue doing things that way um on my patreon 
Um, so I, with the second book, um, or I went and did the uh, illustrations month by month for the first book um, after having completed that one. And then uh, I'm, you know, for the past, I don't even know how many years at this point, um, I've been releasing the second book in little snippets on my Patreon with illustrations. So um, Okay, so if people are interested <laughs> in following you on Patreon. Oh yeah, there's a lot. <laughs> okay, so what what is your, um, so, on Patreon, how do you, what's your name? Uh, just like everything else I do, it's all under Dragon Mun Studios. Um, and I'll, I'll get on that too. But if you go to dragonmun.com, spelled D-R-A-G-O-N-M-U-N.com, uh, that'll take you to my website, which is a kind of a portal to everything. So you can find the uh, Patreon there, my Instagram, all that stuff. So, okay, yeah. thank you for sharing. Oh, no problem. Okay. And uh, <laughs> these are the illustrations uh, that I did for both of those uh, there. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> these are... <laughs> wow. People, you cannot see these, but <laughs> you can choose a few that you want me to when I release the podcast. I do it on Instagram, on Facebook as well, uh-huh. and I'll send you a link. You can do the same. So you can choose which of these you want to accompany the podcast. Sure. Yeah. That um, is so cool. I do have a website for these. I don't know if I have all of them on there, but it's worldofsavoa.com. Um, which you can also get to from dragonmon.com. It's literally so right people there. would be able to purchase those illustrations, which Absolutely. are marvelous. <laughs> I love this first one. Thank you. <laughs> that is so cool. That one, um, we didn't, int- I didn't intend for it to be a UV reactant, but it is. Um, if you shine a UV light on it, her feet show up through the fire. <laughs> wow, so. so maybe that's. For me, this is like um, Phoenix, like like rising from the fire. Um, yeah, uh, I guess. Um, but I love the blues <laughs> and the purples because I love blues and I love purples. Yeah, as your bag yes. <laughs> indicates. Purple is my favorite color, y'all. These are so, so cool. Wow, we could do like just a <laughs> podcast just talking about these, which maybe we can do that in the future. Okay. <laughs> Fair. <laughs> cool beans. Okay. Yeah. And so now... Um, for the upcoming exhibit, fabrication exhibit mm-hmm. about truth and lies, yeah. you what kind of art did you create for that? Well, I uh, did illustrations for that too. Okay. So um, during the the pandemic, uh, there were I don't know if you remember this uh, if you were online much or I don't know. It feels spent, like everybody was on Facebook. I spent a lot of time <laughs> in my backyard in my hammock, just thinking about. <laughs> how cool it was that I could be outdoors. It was warm for the most part. I would yeah. just gaze at the clouds and how blessed and lucky I was that I had a green space that I could go out and, and seek, seek refuge. Because I know for some people, you know, who live in apartments um, or in parts of, of the, the United States where they don't have access to green space. Yeah. It, it was like a mind trip because you know you're more or less there was a lot going on we didn't understand so you were confined to your house and you only went out to get like the essentials like food yeah so, so I was lucky that I had a green space that that was like my escape from reality well hi I'm kind of envious because <laughs> um I was living in a uh a suburb and like the house the neighboring houses um blocked all my view of the sky oh, and we just had like a, a nothing backyard wow. and so uh, I, I took the dog for a walk 
a lot. Okay. It wasn't even my dog. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so at least you were getting outside. But yeah. Wow. But uh, a lot of a lot of uh, the quarantine uh, I spent on Facebook. You know, when I wasn't doing art. It was really hard to get motivated to do things, too. It felt like I was living in a gray world. <laughs> I know? called so, it a, but, a global timeout. Yes, yeah. And so, for me, <laughs> it was really a time for people, because you had nothing but time, mm-hmm. to figure out, you know, who am I? Where am I? How do I see myself moving forward? Because the world as we know it will not go back to what it was. And it was interesting because environmentally, in parts of the world, because people were not driving. So there was no smog and there were, you know, people could see vistas and views they hadn't seen in years. And I was like, we can learn from this. We can learn how we can be more aware, more socially conscious, environmentally aware. And, And you should take the time to figure out and that exactly is, is what I was trying to get get to uh, with this. Uh, on Facebook, I saw lots and lots and lots of reports of things being discovered, you know, um, ruins and, you know, evidence of civilizations yeah. being discovered. And uh, that was really cool to see, um, you know. So uh, my pieces are based off of uh, two articles that I... I found. Um, so this one is a Welsh culture. Um, forgive me, I can't pronounce Odenantins. Okay. I think I can't pronounce it if I tried, but, uh, theoretically this could be the culture that the fairy tales that we've come to know, like, you know, the popular fairy tales, Mm -hmm. not fairy tales, fairies, Fairies. like the concept of fairies and stuff could have come from this culture. So yeah, there's, uh, I have the, uh, I don't have the write-up here, but the write-up will be at uh, the Fabrications exhibit. How cool is yeah. that? So, <laughs> so, yeah. So, what I see, well, how would you describe All right. what you have depicted here? Yeah, so the article itself, uh, then this is because I'm kind of a, a character artist. Like, when it comes to illustrations, I, I like figures. So, I, I guess I'm a figurative artist, okay. too. Um, so... I read the, you know, I have the, the article, and um, while it's kind of straightforward, newsy, it's a newsy article, um, <laughs> it, uh, I was like, well, what would, what would they look like? You know, what would the, you know, civilians of that culture look like, the citizens? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so um, I went and did research um, through costuming magazine, or, like, you know how in movies they have um, costume reference guides yes. for the different time periods and yes. stuff? So I, I went and looked up, um, you know, costumes for the time period that was, you know, mentioned. How cool and, is uh, that? Tried to just come up with a civilian or, you know, a citizen that, you know, matched that description mm-hmm. <laughs> or matched that, you know, what that was. So that's the, the Welsh one. And then this one is... Okay, oh, Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and this one uh, was a um, village, a Greek village in Turkey. Yeah, I was going to say that reminds yeah. me like Greek Roman kind of era. Yeah, yeah. So, um, and then that one was called uh, Aphrodisias. Oh, so, <laughs> is that a play on Aphrodite? Yes, it's a play on Aphrodite. Okay. And um, I, I kind of wonder if 
like that's where the term aphrodisiac came from. And it could. But I'm not sure. It probably did. But uh, so the article for this one was uh, for both of them. It's the discovery, like the discovery of these ruins of these civilizations uh, that's talked about. But I just wanted to draw what I thought the citizens might look like. And so that's what I did. And, and I, the frames are beautiful. They're gold. Thank you. And did you, because I know some artists, I have a friend, he makes his own frames. Do you create your own no, frames? No, these um, are antique frames I bought from a museum in St. Louis. Wow, they're gorgeous. Yeah. <laughs> so for those of all of you that can't see it, I am going to take photos maybe, mm -hmm. and you'll be able to see what they, they're absolutely beautiful. Thank you. You're welcome. <laughs> so yeah. these are the two works that are going to be in the exhibit? Yes. Cool. Yeah. All right. And, so uh, I don't know if... Um, it was refreshing. Uh, these are actually my first real watercolor pieces since the pandemic. So um, it was really fun to get back to watercolor because uh, all during the pandemic, I went digital. <laughs> so. And just so you know, to my <laughs> naked eye, I mean, they don't look like watercolors to me, but I mean, they're beautiful. They, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> See, and, and that's the beauty of art and artists. I mean, you know, you can get blown away by their artistry and, and they say what the medium is and, and to your, to my naked eye, I'm like, okay. <laughs> so basically your art is more digitally based, would you say? Yeah, yeah all of the Savoa stuff is digital. Uh, the Gwen Goblin's puppy sit, it's also digital. Um, but I've... Um, always I don't I, I I like to tell people I medium hop like a fiend because I, I kind of do um, I when I first started um, doing public art with you know the Orlando art scene here like you know the art walks with Brad mm -hmm. um, and the gallery shows uh, I um, my brain just quit <laughs> No, you were just yeah. talking about yeah. when you were doing the art shows, you have it attend, right, and how labor-intensive that is, and different yeah. how you switch from being, like, digitally based to right. doing something now. Yeah, and so when I started the whole thing, I was doing uh, marker art. Like, it was literally Sharpies. <laughs> and um, I... The problem with markers is kind of the same problem I have with acrylics, which is um, if you want a color... You need to have the color. <laughs> and if you don't have the color, if you don't have the color then uh, that's you, a problem. Right. But you can mix with watercolor and with yeah. acrylic, you can create yeah. sort of kind of. Yeah. Uh, my problem with acrylics was that the acrylics would dry uh, while I was mixing them. So I would have maybe about five minutes of the color I need. <laughs> wow. And with watercolors, um, even if they do dry, I can reactivate them. How cool is that? Yeah. And so uh, see, I'm learning yeah. stuff too. I didn't know about our people, which is the beauty of what I do. You know, we yeah. should learn something new every day. Yeah. Um, <laughs> watercolor also is incredibly portable for a medium. Um, my, <laughs> this is a throwback. The reason that I, I have a company named Dragon Moon Studios, like the studios part is kind of a lie. I don't have a studio. Everywhere I go is a studio. Right. That's like, look, <laughs> I mean, like life, you know, when we yeah. exist, it's like, that's your laboratory. I mean, everything around you. Yeah, exactly. You learn from it. Mm -hmm. So you're like a walk-in studio. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. And uh, so I, I actually have a really cool plein air kit now that just fits in one bag and I can tote it with me 
Uh, it's in the car. I can show it to you after this. How cool <laughs> is that? So for people who don't know what plein air is, can you share with them what that is? Um, it's it's funny because, you know, it's spelled in the French spelling. Yes. But it literally means plain air. Yeah. L-E-I-N, I believe, is the yeah. French spelling. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's... Well... <sighs> When you set up outside and just start painting. Exactly. Being out in nature. <laughs> yep. Being inspired by being outdoors, which is why you hear the background noises you hear people because we are... I do not have a studio. <laughs> and, and, and nor do I. And so we're doing outside. So you get to... We're, we're, you're hearing sights and sounds because we're in the moment. We're outdoors and, and life is happening around us. Yeah. The sights and sounds. So, you know, and I don't edit. <laughs> so you may hear That's some fine. stuff you'd be like omg but that to me is just what makes it more realistic yeah <laughs> being in the moment with the sights and sounds yay all right so do you have anything else you would like to share with us um <laughs> just asking well just I, I have my uh so this is actually kind of cool because this is a combination of the two uh things that i do the watercolor and digital <gasps> you did not do a tarot i, I did a collaborative tarot so my friend James, um, he, he's the Asa Gypsy. Um, he is, I want to say, I, I don't know how many actual generations, but it's like 11th generation uh, Italian Romani. So this is in his blood. Um, but uh, I did all of the minor arcana cards for this deck. Um, there's the book if you want it. <laughs> And then our friend Rebecca, uh, she did... I remember did, seeing this one on your website, the Ace of Yeah, Cups. I'm really proud of the Aces here. Oh so if, you're, if you didn't know, um, the history of playing cards are actually established in tarot. Um, tarot. <laughs> so now the... the uh, excuse me. The uh, Ace cards here, the uh, Ace of cups, the ace of swords, the ace of wands, and the ace of coins uh, are just like, you know, your diamonds, hearts, jacks, <laughs> or joker. I don't know, I can't even. <laughs> it's been a while since I looked at an actual playing deck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but that's, like, playing cards came from these. Exactly. So that's what's cool. But um, with these, I did the bits and pieces in watercolor and then assembled them digitally. So, so it's like the melding of watercolor and, and digital art. Yep. Wow. Yeah. So, <laughs> folks, um, this is so fascinating. Yeah. This one was a particularly weird one because, um, and I gave all the originals to James, you know, for him there. But um, with the Ace of Cups here, uh, I needed to be able to get the the reflection bits and the water, pour, how the water's pouring down here. Mm -hmm. I needed to get all that on the ace card, but I needed it also, I needed that cup for- um, For all the cups. For all the cup cards. Exactly. <laughs> and so um, what I ended up doing was I, I cut another sheet of, uh, actually it was two sheets of watercolor paper. And um, I, so the water that's pouring down off the top here, mm -hmm. it is literally a cut, like a shaped, cut piece of paper um that's sitting on top of the cup itself how cool and then i that? painted the water itself there and then the background uh, is another piece of paper that i had cut the cup out of and stuck on top of and then so i could you know get the reflections and 
blending there. Wow. <laughs> a process to be sure. Yeah. But the result, well worth it. <laughs> Good you. job. I mean, it's gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, so. so what have you not done, Miss Heather? This is, oh my God, <laughs> these are so... That's I mean, I'm, like, I'm, I'm, speech, I I'm speechless. <laughs> Gotcha. You know, I think maybe some people have a negative connotation when it comes to some people say tarot, tarot. Yeah. And, and you know, I don't because, I mean, it's, it's just another tool that you can gain insight about yourself. Exactly. I mean, uh, it's like astrology. Some people have negative connotations about astrology. I do not. Yeah. It's another tool. Some people learn. have therapy and others have tarot. And astrology. <laughs> I agree. So... What what led you to do the illustrations? Just that you knew your friend and he asked you to do it? Yeah. <laughs> See, it's just that simple. It's just that simple, people. Yep. And so, so. give us the name if people are interested in in going down this this path, the name of the, the deck and, and your friend, his name. Okay. Uh, his name is James Jacob Pieri. And uh, he is the Osset Gypsy. Um, he... His name, he picked it. Uh, I know that gypsy can is considered a derogatory it term. It can be to but some people. But he's like, well, it's me. I'm owning it. You know, whatever. Exactly. So <laughs> he decided to own his own term there. And um, But it's spelled A-U-S-E-T, gypsy, tarot. Um, it's published by uh, Red Feather, which is a subsidiary of Simon & Schuster. So, wow. uh, And again, it's available everywhere as well. <laughs> and just so you know, people, the box is purple, my favorite color. This box is beautiful. Oh, my God. It is gorgeous. <laughs> and you spell his last name. Let me just see. James oh. Jacob, P-I-E-R-R-I. And it was illustrated by Rebecca Statzenberg and Heather Scott. Yep. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I mean, we have been all over the board, have we not? <laughs> That's how I do. <laughs> so, yeah. Um. It's, it's funny because you're like, what haven't you done? I can't tell you. <laughs> I don't know what I haven't done. <laughs> wow. But, you know, you are doing what I like to call living out loud. Yes. I can and, agree and, with that. And what I mean by that, people, <laughs> is there are those... Oh, and I should share that before we begin the podcast, I learned another salient feature about Miss Heather. She's a Leo. I'm a Leo. Yes. That explains it. Yes. <laughs> because I think Leo people, okay, we know astrologically speaking, our sign is represented by the lion, but we also are the sun. We're a sun sign. And, and nothing can live without the sun, right? And we live out loud and people I think are attracted to our energy because we just have like this energy, which is like, I'm going to be me. Want to see our card? Yes. Yeah. Let's see, and I'm gonna take a picture of it. So okay. keep it out. Let's <laughs> okay. see what card represents. Oh, Leo in Tarot is usually depicted by a lion, and it's the Strength card. Correct. Yay! <laughs> see. Yep. And here's the Strength card Rebecca did for us. <gasps> Isn't that pretty? Oh my gosh! <laughs> I'm gonna take a picture of this. I'm gonna Go take a picture of that. <laughs> Let me see. If and I can just find so the you know, um, the Strength card is a major oh, Arcana card. Okay, we're gonna take a picture of that. And so Leo's, um, some of we we do have some. Um, what do I want to call them? Mm, 
I don't know what I want to call them because do we really have, um, yeah, I guess we do have some, I don't want to say negative. We can be perceived as being over the top. I like to call it the extrovert. <laughs> okay, we are definitely extroverts. I think we are giving people, we, you know, our heart. We're heart-centered. We, we deal yeah. from the heart. Absolutely. Um, I think sometimes people perceive that we can be bossy. Selfish is another one I see. Yeah, yeah, which, you know, that's so far from the truth. Yeah. I think we, 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 we see things, we speak our truth. We try to live our truth. We try to... I think we can be too much for some people. (laughs) (laughs) Can we be too much for some people? Yeah, (laughs) for sure. (laughs) But we are really good people. We're heart... We're heart artists, too. (laughs) Yeah, because, you know, people don't... Why? You know, people, if you would just take the time... um, (laughs) People fear what they don't understand. I think, but but they don't want to take the time to sit down and and explore and get to know someone that's different than they are. Different may that be spiritually, culturally, religiously, and and really, the bottom line is all people want the same thing, uh-huh. the same thing. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> wow. So, <laughs> would would you like to share anything else that we've not touched on? I, mean, I feel like. In our conversation before we even started the podcast, we covered a lot. And I'm just like blown away by all the gifts <laughs> that you have. Aww. Um, I don't know. <laughs> so it's, um, you know, with our conversation beforehand, I, I just like to dive right in and talk. Um, if you come to the exhibit um, on the 17th, I'll talk your ear off there too. <laughs> That's another so. thing. We Leos are never short for words or conversation. Yeah. So yes, by all means, please come <laughs> to the exhibit. The opening is November the 17th. It's at City Arts yes. in Orlando for those of you that are local. Um, and for those that are not, we'll, we'll try and take some photos and maybe do some um, interviews with the artists and maybe meld that into another podcast episode at some point so thank Sounds you good. heather this was hey, so no much fun yay thank you for meeting me no problem i know my meeting spot of because you know life happens and, and paneros is like a good spot to hang out and we've had a cross section of things go on yeah so anything else you would like to say in closing go gators <laughs> you know and, and you did and you're not a gator are you no not at all and nor am I. So that's like a really funny inside joke. You can't people. talk to me about sports ball. I don't know what you're saying. <laughs> All right. So on that note, I want to thank you again. It was a pleasure, pleasure meeting you. I mean, we've covered so much. All these like show and tells. I'm going to take some photos of some. And again, please come and see the exhibit, Fabrications, and Exhibit About Truth the Lies. Thank you again. Hey, thank you. <laughs>